Hello and welcome to More Like a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the last and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and I want to welcome you. I know we had episode 100 just last week, but this is the first week of January, which means it is the two-year anniversary of the show. So I once again want to thank all of you for continuing to support the show. I really, really appreciate it. And with me this week is Dice. How are you doing? Well, g'day, Alexa. I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? Doing okay. Uh, it's it's that quiet period in between uh, the dreaded, dreaded... Uh, at time of recording, it is the quiet period between dreaded, dreaded Christmas and uh, long, hard work day New Year's Eve. So I'm enjoying the calm before the storm. If myself, it's definitely that lazy period where you kind of forget what kind of day of the week it is, so... <laughs> It, not that lazy because it's counting down the days till New Year's Eve where work is insane. How does that personally? I've got three weeks off and it's just, I have no idea what day it is. It's perfect. <laughs> I work at Overlink. So it is, Ooh. we do a big New Year's Eve party. Sounds good for you though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be a long day. Anyway, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, me, yep. So, like I said, my name's I get Azza or Dice. Uh, depends if you know me on my online persona or not. I've been playing tabletop war games for about two decades now. It's been a long time. Uh, I play a lot of fantasy, 40k. Probably more of my accolades have come through War Machine, though. I've represented Australia twice in the WTC. I actually played Omnis at the WTC mm. and lost to him. He actually beat me at the, you know, I think it was in Poland I played him. Um, but yeah, then played a bit more 40k back locally, and then at the start of this year, yeah, it's still this year as of recording, um, played my first game of MCP, and haven't looked back. This game has just been a bucket of fun. It definitely has throwbacks to, to War Machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it was made by the guys who, who tinkered around in War Machine a lot. So, um, And yeah, I've just been playing it since about March this year, and yeah, haven't looked back. Had a great time. Yes, Omnis is a good friend of the podcast and the local who beats me the most at our local nights. So, yeah, I've got a lot of time for Omnis. He's a he's a good guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, this game is great. Um, one of a lo- one of the other local players describes it as the War Machine devs if they had the time, uh, at, if they took all the things that they learned from War Machine and made a better game. Probably not a bad, probably not a bad shout. I think for, for me, the way I try and sell it to, to local players is it's a game where you can actually have fun, which is a bit of a weird thing. Like, because if you play tabletop war games as long as I have, it's, you have a lot of fields bads in the game, and MCP is not a, a bit, you know, a, it's not. It still has fields bads in the game, but mm-hmm. it's you can actually have fun playing the game. You're not getting a table turn one, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and the developers are actively working to take care of the fields bads. Yeah, it's actually great. They actually do care about the game, which has been a, a, a really good, really good uh, feeling uh, playing the game. Uh, I understand it is quite refreshing for people who mostly play GW stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think GW have kind of moved up a bit, but they are still a good three months behind anything that's broken at a minimum. <laughs> yeah. So now it's time for the hardest question of the day. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Oh, well, there's been a couple, I think, but I have to, uh, have to kind of try to throw back to when I used to watch uh, X Men as a, as a young kid. And what I would love to see in the game is is young Jubilee. Mm. Wouldn't she just be great in the game? 
I Jubilee was not one of the characters from the era of X Men that I grew up with. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm a bit older, so yes. I grew up with that X Men Evolution era. Yeah. Okay. A little bit beyond me. Uh, I think I stopped watching when I was also quite young. Because uh, I think she'd be a nice addition to the game. The mm-hmm. way I kind of think it is, you can't have one threats in the game. <laughs> I just don't think that's an, a, a real thing. So she'd have to be a two threat. And when you consider the other two threats in the game, I don't think she would be in that sort of power level. But what I would love is to see her bring something out of Wolverine if you feel that they're on, on the table. If You know? Uh-huh. Because that's that's my memory of her in in the show was always Wolverine was trying to like protect her. So I'd love to see some sort of interaction with those two if you kind of brought them together. Yeah, but also, well, Wolverine already has so many character specific. <laughs> nah, you're probably right. Actually, For Wolverine me, it was just Wolverine is like the cornerstone of the X Men. He has interactions with every goddamn buddy. Just X Men. They have a story, don't they? They have so many stories of everyone yeah. linking with everyone. I guess. <laughs> yes, the X Men are a very, very messy polycule at times. I love to see Jubilee shoot some bloody rainbows and stardust over her fingertips, like she did on the, on the cartoon back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and from what I understand, she's actually a very powerful character in the comics. I think she had one of those kind of the the, the stereotypical storyline of underlying powers that came out in special times, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Jubilee, Jubilee is a solid shout, not anywhere. Whoa. Just hit my mic. That's not good, but that's okay. Uh, not anywhere on like my rankings, but I respect it, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. I don't have a big uh, comic book background, but that would be my my pick. And I don't, I don't think X Men need a leg up, but, but that's one character I wouldn't mind seeing just for my nostalgia factor. Yeah. Also, most of the X Men characters I want to see at this point are kind of obscure. Oh, okay. Like the Stafford Cuckoos. No, definitely. If you start talking obscurity, you're gonna lose me. I'm not. I'm not that deep. I, I know the um the flame on dude, uh, the the Ice Man. No, I, Ice Man is that him? Ice. Uh, yeah, Ice Man was like one of the alpha guys from the good good X Men, right? That's pretty much the person I was waiting on. Mm-hmm. No, the Stafford Cuckoos are Emma Frost sort of sectuplet children. It's complicated. Uh, Totally out of my range. Uh-huh. Uh, they made an appearance on the surprisingly good show, The Gifted. Did watch that actually? Mm-hmm. Couldn't couldn't tell you anything about it though. But one of those obscure ones I might have uh, watched while I was painting one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that show also has my favorite version of Polaris, who's another character I wouldn't mind in this game. Interesting. But yes, uh, we have gotten my. TV obscure TV show digression out of the way for the episode. So let's continue on with who did you bring today? <laughs> uh, well, for me, I've bought my favorite character, and that is Captain America, Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think he's absolutely amazing. And just a throwback to all the War Machine guys out there, because he definitely plays like a, a War Machine character. I used to play back in the day heaps. Uh, Epic Pharos, if anyone used to play it. The, my old leadership, that kind of leadership interaction, they are pretty much exactly the same. So mm-hmm. when you kill something, something moves, that was my favorite interaction of War Machine. And it's it's now also a big favorite uh, interaction of mine in MCP. Obviously, we're not here to talk about him in Avengers. Absolutely not. Uh, but it is worth mentioning. Because he is affiliated in Avengers. He's certainly, certainly on like the top of the scale of what I'm willing to put into this show. 
because he is not considered bad by basically anyone, but he's also not a character you commonly see out of affiliation. So he just gets into legal uh, legality here. Well, I think it's he's almost criminally underplayed for me because mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely a an amazing leader. And the only other place you seem to see him is under Steve Rogers, which is also another amazing leader. He has, you know, three, two-cost superpowers. Why wouldn't you take him? Um, he's actually, But he, as a character, he is just absolutely amazing. And I feel like he is criminally undersplashed. Yes. I definitely can't agree with that. So are there any directions that immediately jump out to you as places you want to put him? I do. I've definitely got two affiliations in mind that I would like to talk about, but mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts on it and where you would like to go. And if you if you have any ideas, and if you happen to cross my path, I will definitely give you a shout. But have you any ideas how you want to splash uh, Sam into any of these lists? So I I generally let the guests go first because I have too many ideas, and I just oh, let them pick many. off All some right. of the boxes first, and then I come in with the weirder ones, you know? All right, well, here's my thoughts on Sam, because I feel like a lot of Sam's splashability and all that kind of stuff, it comes from his superpowers, and, but we're already that's already done in Steve Avengers. All that kind of stuff is already done. So for me, it's all about trying to maximize his shield throw, which for me, that's one of his best things on his card. Mm-hmm. That that shield throw, you probably, I don't, this is a little bit of trivia for you. He shares, his shield throw shares uh, four dot points with, I think it's um, Supergiant. That's the only other character who has four dot points on their on their attack. Like, what kind of basic attack has four different dot points? There's so much going on with that just basic shield throw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, I'll be all about trying to maximize that shield throw. Uh, and for that, I feel like, uh, who is it, Spider-Foes is an option. Yep. Very Definitely fair. Definitely that that leadership is an option just to kind of maximize, make sure you get that damage through, get yep. that push going off. Um, another one I th- was considering was Hydra. Because yeah. you can do some pretty funky stuff. You've also you've got the uh, obvious Red Skull thing going on where you can make him like a fake Steve Rogers if you want to with extra power. Yep. Or you can go down the, the Strucker route, which is probably the more fun route. And if you really want to beef up Sam, you can start throwing in a Baron Mordo extra dice buff. You can do some Zola re-rolls. And then if he gets bleed on himself, if he does a damage with Strucker's leadership, you can all of a sudden pass off bleed on there as well. Mm-hmm. So they're the two that I was very interested in. Yeah. Um... Both of those sound like very interesting ideas, uh, but none of them were what was on my radar, really. So. so there's one more I was thinking of, but it might be it, and it's a very simple, basic one, and that's just going Guardians of the Galaxy for two rerolls. Everyone loves Guardians, yes, 100%. Who doesn't uh, like rerolls? <laughs> so the first thing that actually came to my mind was uh, the other, and I think the one that has a more interesting identity now, uh, knockoff Steve Rogers affiliation, which is Inhumans. Oh, yes. That's not too bad. I find them, their list building is always a little bit awkward, though, just because of their whole five threat leader. And usually you want to take probably Medusa as well, and all of a sudden you get this nine-point nine core with two models, but mm-hmm. it's always a bit awkward to build lists with. But they are now, they because of the recent uh, changes in... Uh, Scenarios, um, they now have the option to run all civilian crises. Oh, are you talking Terragenesis tech? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of those civilian extracts uh, like long movers um, and reposition effects, both of which Sam provides. And because of the inhuman passing power around, you can get some of those reposition 
uh, effects off turn one in really interesting ways. Pretty sure you could even do an airlift charge turn one if you really wanted to shift better power around. <laughs> if you really wanted to, but I'm not sure that is the most... Uh, it's not the best use of full power. <laughs> yeah. But it's also this case of um, the reposition too. I would need to like look at this and like check it out on a mat and stuff. But I think if you can uh, airlift, long move, drop someone off two away, land, then do a shield throw to get your power back. Next turn, you can probably pass the power back to the person you took it from and oh, to wow. net out neutral. That's actually really cool. I like that tech. Uh-huh. So I think I think that is an interesting option. That is a really cool tech that is not good enough for me to want to play Black Belt, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a fondness for Black Bolt. I think he's a really interesting design. Um and I'm always more for the interesting designs than necessarily the greatest characters in the game. He's kind of cool, and if you're willing to just ignore that giant beam that he has and just add the extra two dice to his build it every now and then, it's not bad, but it's not it's not probably enough for a five there, unfortunately. Uh, people underestimate how good Master Punch is. That is, I think, one of the better spenders in the game. Oh, yeah, it's right up there. It's actually quite good, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's become more prevalent now that there are more objectives... Uh, that will uh, now that we have senators, which is an objective they already want to play, and will strand you in a strand anybody in the midline where he can just walk up and do that turn one with uh, no matter the cost. Oh, have you actually? Little side note: Have you played a bit of senators recently since yes. the update? Yes, I have. Because I know my my I've been taking it in a cabal list. I've been trying to in my theory, it's like everyone's going to be in the middle, but it's going to beat each other up. But I found the scoring has kind of got out of control. It's actually feeling like more of a scoring uh, team's crisis than a punchy team's crisis. Mm -hmm. So I've been, uh, I'm considering it in my current Spider Foes roster, which uh, if you want to hear more about, will be talked about in detail on a Patreon episode uh, of the new uh, yet unnamed Marvel Crisis Protocol-centric Patreon show that's at the $5 tier. Um, but... It's just an even crisis for well-laid plants to win you the game off of. Oh, that's not a bad shot. I do like that one. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's in contention. I will, again, if you want to hear more details about that, let's come check out the first of the new Patreon episodes uh, that are Marvel Crisis Protocol focused. Um, now, back to this. Um, another list that I think really like Sam Wilson, and one that hasn't gone talked about in a while, Wakanda. Wakanda, that is definitely uh, an affiliation that has gone by the wayside and has not gotten much love at all. Mm -hmm. But is it's purely pre-rolls? What else are you thinking? Uh, it suddenly, with Sam, you can create a list that, with the exception of maybe Akoya or Killmonger, your, your sec third Wakandan, Every character in the list has basic attacks with automatic repositions on them. Yeah, okay. That's actually a lot of non-size 4 jank going on. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you have difficulty into the big boys, but the big boys are less prevalent now. And you've also got a reasonably cheap court in the sense that you can also splash your own Hulk or 
juggernaut or whatever big boy you want to to deal with other big boys. So Mm -hmm. I don't hate that one. That's not bad. Yeah. And it's, you also, I think, uh, the, you love the weevils as Sam Wilson. Um, and all of those characters are also size two. So all of them get to be airlifted into interesting positions, especially, uh, if you can get a air, early airlift onto a Shuri so she can double attack turn one. Ugh. Yeah, true. Or well, I'm just thinking even just getting Killmonger in place to actually get some attacks off. Yeah. You know? He's also another one who likes being moved around when he, when he can. Mm-hmm. So that is that is something that's been on my head. Um, I also just think... I think he's so- really solid in X-Men. Okay, talk to me on that one, because I've not played X-Men. I, they're not one of the affiliations I kind of dabble in too much, but I think they are quite good. Uh, I think X-Men are legitimately one of the best affiliations in the game. I would I would tend to agree with you, yes. <laughs> uh, I am in the meta of Omnis, known X-Men player. I have felt it wrath many a time. <laughs> so I'm definitely keen to hear your opinion on why you think Sam might be okay in X-Men. Um, the combination... Uh, once again, I think airlift is a very good ability. Yep. Um, and if once again, if you can get him a power tone one, which we do have advanced R&D in this game, being yep. able to have someone activate, do their stuff, and then have Sam hop over them and then airlift them behind them to like get them into a more forward position after the hop is very interesting to me. Um, yeah, I think, I think expands just the hop. Just it opens up so many different plays, and it's just so many different opportunities. Also, just uh, with the fact that you can raise your shield as Sam Wilson to add extra defense dice. Extra defense dice are more potent in X Men because it lowers your chance of sculling or successing out in a way where you can't use that cover. Yep, I agree to that one. Um, and it just gives you once again. It is uh. While only size two, it is reposition on a on a, a basic attack that can really be powerful, especially on a pay-to-flip plan, which is what X-Men want to be doing. Because the less people on that site, the better chance you have of flipping it over to you before they have a chance to walk back in. And unlike other, unlike Sakias, they can't just walk back in and take it back. They start have to taking those chances and dealing with disrupting the pieces that are on there. I don't hate that. There's also a bit of an argument to say you can actually play a pretty good gun line as well. Yeah. Like you can do a Storm, Domino, Sam, where all of a sudden they're shooting from four, a couple of them are, are ignoring cover themselves, and they also have cover themselves. So mm-hmm. you can actually play a pretty good uh, range four gun line there as well, if, mm-hmm. if you wanted to go through that way. Um, if you want to talk range for a gun line, that would be, I would point towards Shadowlands, Daredevil, Criminal Syndicate. Of course, which is another one on the list, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's pretty good right now. He's a very hot property. Uh-huh. Getting rerolls back on the menu is a good thing for the game overall, but it does mean Shadowlands is coming back. Shadowlands, Daredevil, I think he's just going to skyrocket in, in both popularity and in win rate as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um... And I don't think he's a bad pick, because uh, this is a character that get multiple attacks, uh, multiple attacks per action, if you are hitting your triggers, 
which is something he was looking for anyway. And unlike the rapid fire characters, you are a long mover, which is much more valuable nowadays. And you have reposition of your non-long movers or of your rapid fire characters who generally just want to sit there and gun. Being able to reposition them too to get them back within range of targets that have run away is potent. It's actually very good. There's also a bit of a double up there because I think they, they usually use an advanced R&D to give Bucky the extra power. So you could even double double that up and move Bucky you know, uh, place him range two with the airlift, and then all of a sudden he's got a an airlift and a hydro tactics, and he can easily shoot twice. Then, yeah, no, it, yeah, that can be real scary. Yeah, um, definitely put that. We'll definitely have to put Shadowlands Dead on the list mm-hmm. on the short list. Then uh, another control team that I've been side eyeing, and okay. uh, is uh, Amazing Peter. Ooh, okay. This is one I am definitely green on. I don't, I don't, I haven't played Web Warriors, and I very, very rarely play against them. Uh-huh. So Web Warriors in general, I think, are in a pretty solid spot. But I think Amazing Peter is in an exceptionally interesting spot right now, um, because his ability to give out the slow condition with the new crises that do emphasize long movers is very potent. And giving that ability to everyone on his team for one power, a a passive generation that Captain Falcon makes back really quickly and consistently. That's true. He could, I'm just reading the uh, the leash right now. Like I said, I haven't actually played against um, Amazing Spider-Man. I play against Miles. I've uh, probably played four or five games max. And But this slow condition thing is a nightmare because it played against uh, all, web, all webbed up. And I know I play a lot of Avengers and I, I like my B and D shapes. That's usually because I, pl- I pack a lot of long movers. But if all of a sudden those long movers are slowed, th- this would suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you need to, you can also use it to get someone off of a point. Yes, that's very good. Mm-hmm. So it is, and then stacking that slow with the automatic push off of shield throw, which is a short movement, is staggering a character most of the time. Yes, that is true. He definitely also fits the bill, doesn't he, of being like a long mover and, and kind of glass cannony. So mm-hmm. he would definitely fit the bill of being a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. So it's, that is, that is another place my head goes. Um, I think those are the major ones that jump to mind. Um, oh, right. Uh, the other one um, is Mystique Affiliation. I've seen... This is probably the one place I've actually seen him splash before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've seen this one done. There was a guy on the TTS League who was doing it pretty pretty well because um, it definitely fits the bill of her just running a bunch of threes and stuff and, and playing on scoundrels, dropping a token and, and trying to push people off because, as we know, Sam definitely loves, does love scoundrels. Mm-hmm. And also just Mystique being oops all long movers uh, is something that Sam fits very well in. It's definitely something that just makes you feel good when you just get a bunch of long movers and you can literally just run away if you feel like it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Those are... A- bunch and i mean a bunch of options are there any that jumped out to you as the one you want to build today well can we just stop there for a second think how good was he in a bunch of affiliations and we just don't see him splash enough come on people like splash him around he's just good um well but i, I think we usually yeah, go through a list maybe not quite this long but 
pretty close to this long every episode, and it just says how interesting the game systems are that every character in this game can be thrown into five or six affiliations and get bonuses off of it or be productive to their game plan. And it's so true. If you have a favorite character, you can literally just, yeah, you have a handful of different affiliations you can play them in. So if you have a favorite character, you just play them as much as you feel like. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, So yeah. Well, like I said, for me, it was trying to emphasize his shield throw. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to bump that up as much as possible, trying to get as much mileage out of that. So for me, I would be going down the route of the the Hydra, uh, Baron Mordo stuff, or um, what was my other one that I was thinking of? Uh, the, I can never remember the name, Spider Foes. Yeah. That's probably the two I would be looking at, but but what, what, do, what do you reckon of those two? Uh, I think they are both definitely interesting options. Uh, of them... I definitely have more experience with the Spider-Foes end of things, but I also yep. think they are... How do I phrase this? I don't think they bring as much to... Um, uh, Captain Sam, Sam yeah. as yeah. other places. So the third one, so the third one would be... Uh, we'll just go start it right off and just start doing a, a criminal syndicate. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Shadowlands Daredevil. That was probably the third one. So probably, so we either go uh, Strucker kind of led Hydra or Shadowlands Daredevil. I'm fine with doing Strucker. I think Strucker is an interesting character. Yeah, I've, I've played a bit of Hydra. Um, I d- definitely lent a lot more on Red Skull, mm-hmm. but I do like the idea of a Strucker leadership. I don't like him as a three threat himself as a splash, but as a leader, he has some interesting stuff with his leadership. He is still a scary splash. Uh, he has uh, Omnis has been splashing him in X Men, and it's been doing terrifying things. I can I can picture that if you can jump off of a beast and then all of a sudden lay down two builders and you happen to roll some wilds and get some cinerates out, I think you'd be okay. Uh, mostly he's been uh oh I am standing next to a domino giving her a reroll on every attack while also being a healing factor character. Oh, yeah, that does sound like a nightmare, especially when you're already packing X-23 almost every game and you've got that exceptional healing online. Yeah, well, he's been playing uh, Strucker, X-23, and New Logan. Yeah, okay. That sounds like a lot of... That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Jeez, X-Men are spoiled, aren't they? They can do so much. Oh, yeah. So let's get Baron, uh, Baron Strucker in here. Um, All right, let's play some Hydra. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Who is your next character that jumps to mind for you? Well, I feel like you'd almost have to put Red Skull in there. Actually, let's 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 hold it. I feel like you probably will eventually put Red Skull in there. I feel like Baron Mordo is probably the the partner in crime to uh, Baron Strucker. <laughs> Very fair. I mean, he he fits the bill for what we want to do with Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. The ferocity uh, was it? I think it's ferocity of Sidorak. So the yep. extra two two dice, and you take a damage at the end of it. But obviously, obviously if we can pass off that uh, a condition, we can also heal that back up, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also lays down a bunch of uh, conditions himself. I'm pretty sure from memory. Yes, uh, he does have that plague cloud that can be terrifying. Yeah, uh, his spend I think it like automatically gives you two two yep. conditions. So mm-hmm. uh, he's he's good. So he definitely goes into a uh, a, a Strucker list. Uh, next, I think you've got to go Zola. Yep, I think Zola is very important for the rerolls, and he also helps with the. You, means you can do the pseudo thing where you can 
apply bleed to your Sam and then give that bleed to someone else from throwing a shield, mm-hmm. which is a pretty cool interaction. Yes. So you can all of a sudden roll six odd dice, get some re-rolls going. Oops, I rolled a skull and I'm bleeding, but now I did a damage, so you're bleeding. And you're pushed away. Mm-hmm. How fun's that? Yes. Uh, I want to talk about the character who's made most of my Hydra lists and I think is undervalued. Go for it. Uh, Sin. Sin. Yes. I will agree that I am not valuing her. Let me bring up a card now so I can follow along. So it's uh, Hydra has some really expensive tactics cards, and she is an insane battery. Yep. Okay. I'm just bringing her up now. Yeah. Nice. She's just got a rapid fire pistol, range three. Seems okay. Oh, yep. I see what she's doing now. She, oh, okay. Yeah. She just gains power, doesn't she? Wow. Yeah. And so uh, she she is a character that will actually play Inevitable Betrayal, which is a very powerful card. It's exactly where my head went. So, yeah, that, that card all of a sudden becomes online and, and is definitely scary on a team that wants to score points. Mm-hmm. So, so that is something to keep in mind. Also, um, I just I find the consist- power generation consistently of the automatic rapid pistols with the hidden run to be really strong. Yeah, that's a very nice interaction she has. I definitely, def- like you said, undervalue. I've not really played. I don't think I've ever played Sin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But there is some cool stuff going on there. There are only some four dice attacks, but it's automatic rapid fire, which is nice. Yep. And the hit and run is also quite handy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has that uh, weird ability, Heir to, Heir to the Wicked, which if yeah. you have any allied self-damaging effects, um, say like... Baron Mordeaux, uh, she gets extra power off of them. More power, more better. So, yeah. Well, we can chuck her in. I don't think she, she doesn't play the uh, condition game at all with Strucker, but she still seems pretty good, right? Yeah, she she doesn't necessarily... Well, so uh, her condition game takes a tactics card because she does have um, the exotic weapon... Uh, God, what is it called? Because it's uh... illicit tech. Is that illicit it? I'm tech. Just bring it up now. Okay, I'm just bringing it up now because you try. You're telling me that all of a sudden this character I've never seen before also has a tactics card. It's blown my mind. She uh, has two tactics cards, and they're both pretty solid. Oh, Ashen Cinder was that yes. the one you're going on about? Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's two Ashen Cinder, and then there's illicit tech. Um, well, both of which are my good. Mind here. <laughs> yep, um, they definitely have a lot of text in the card. So but two ashes. Crossbones. Yeah. Uh huh. So it's uh t- illicit tech is a range five six days attack that she can get for one. That's a builder, and automatically gives incinerate to the target character and each enemy character within two. Oh wow! Isn't this something? Yeah. I've actually never I've, I've literally never seen this card before. <laughs> That's how much I've seen Christian and Crossbones on the table. That's actually really cool. A six dice attack that yeah, it's a builder. That's cool. Uh-huh. And just throws out incinerate. Mm-hmm. I love it. You will find out about a lot of niche things in this game just by listening to me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um no, that, that is cool. And I feel like we could easily easily slot that uh that tactics card in as well. Yeah. Um, are there any other Hydra models that jump out to you as things you want to put in? Uh, Hydra models. I think Zemo is definitely just a staple. I yeah. feel like he just 
Tita jumps in. He's got his bleed, but he's also just a damn good three, and he helps you with the uh, getting affiliated. Yeah, and and this is definitely we're looking at a pile of three threats list. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's the way Strucker wants to play. He's just a mm-hmm. bunch of threes who can get some incidental healing going on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to throw out a four threat because you want to have at least one even threat value, and I tend to want to go for four threats personally. Yep. Which one would you look at? Uh, the affiliated Red Skull? <laughs> no. Uh, not not affiliated-wise. Yep, just checking. Uh, I do like Fourth Red, Red Skull a lot more than most people. Okay. Uh, but that is a different conversation. I want to yeah. talk about Ronin the Accuser. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. You're speaking my language. I did. I was big on Ronin very early on, and then I just, I just couldn't fund his his stuff. I just, I just fell out of love with him. Mm-hmm. So you talk about the judgment, his ability to just drop out judgment and all that kind of stuff. So yes, he does have the ability to heal off of the Strucker leadership uh, during the opponent's turn with judgment. Yep. Uh, but he also gives out shock on his uh, universal weapon. Oh, the universal weapon, yeah. If it deals damage, they just automatically get shock. I love that. Mm-hmm. And also, he just. He can throw people size fours with his strike, which is really solid. You know what? I actually love Ronan. You actually sold me. I'm just reading his card, and I remember what my issue was with him when I was playing him, and it was you were just struggling to roll that wild, and you were just struggling to roll enough successes from your five dice. But if you're rolling five dice, potentially boosted up to seven with with Baron Mordo, potentially getting rerolls from Zemo or Strucker or Zola or anything like that, that actually sounds amazing. And even if he's getting the rerolls and then healing damage because he bloody shocks the opponent, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And he no. is size four reposition, which is very powerful right now. Yes. Yeah, no, that is actually very good. I do like it. It's That push from range four on a size four is actually so good as well on the universal weapon. So the thing you no. can do, <laughs> um, if Ronin is holding an extract, you yep. walk and, and get dazed with the accuser. So accuser trigger happens before he drops his extract. Yep. So he can walk away to the edge of range four of the character that damaged him Shoot them with universal weapon that pushes them and shocks them, and then drop the extract. Can you even then, like, mission objective then as well, just for, like, lols? Yes, because that is the point where he would be dropping it, so... Yeah, that's just great stuff. Well, let's chuck him in the list. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. And just the ability to apply conditions on your opponent's turn to lead to extra healing is something that is scary. Uh, I also like... Go ahead. If, if we if we go down we go down the route of chucking Red Skull on the list, just in case if you like playing Red Skull, I actually like Ronan in Red Skull as well, just for the extra power to be able to just chuck out Judgment every turn. Yeah. Um, the other character that can do that, putting a condition out onto the enemy on the opponent's turn, really, really consistently, and makes him even scarier is Venom. Yes, Venom is definitely a bit of a staple I find in in a Strucker list. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, I counterattack, and I don't even need to do my spender to heal one. Yeah, he's very good. And, and the rerolls just help him so much as well. Yeah. Like, the, the reroll into a success on We Are Venom is just is also a heal. So it's it's actually great. Mm-hmm. 
So, and again, and he's, a, he's another four that loves the um, Red Skull as well because he has so many cool superpowers oh, yeah. that he loves extra power. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, are there uh, any other characters that jump out to you as things you want to talk about? Well, how many characters are we at now? I currently have eight, but I'm, some of them could switch around. Like, do we need both Venom and Ronin? Yeah, pro- probably not. We might stick with one there, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Because I feel like... I feel like you really want Scarlet Witch. That's just me. I feel like she's a great five threat to have. Yeah. If you need a five threat to kind of make up the numbers. And the way she deals out bloody conditions mm-hmm. is out of this world. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely a fan of Scarlet Witch and Strucker. Yeah, that that very much makes sense. But we also have to remember we have the people, uh, since we are bringing Sin, which most people don't necessarily remember to bring, to go six wide with Strucker. Oh, true. Yep. So you think you're two threat? Uh, not necessarily a two threat, but two threats can never hurt. But it's just doing the pile of threes, doing the six wide threes at eighteen. So what have we got now? We've got uh, actually you probably got it in front of you, do you? Yes. Uh, I I currently at current have Captain Sam, Baron Strucker, Baron Mordell, Armin Zola, Sin, Baron Zemo, Ronan, and Venom. Some of that may change. Um, we were definitely talking about Scarlet Witch. I think she is a great include. So was that was that six threes already? Those first six. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a that's a pretty solid bunch of bloody mm-hmm. bunch of threes already. I feel like you'd probably want a two just in case you hit twenty and you just really feel like going seven wide just to meme on your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> Which two threat would you go with? You know, I actually love Bob. But that's just me. I don't know if he fits the uh, the the Strucker leadership for, for any reason whatsoever. But I'm just a big fan of Bob. Okay. And you probably. Would, uh, you, you have any ideas for a two threat? So while I don't think Bob quite makes this list, um, even though he is affiliated, so that would not be the worst idea. Just having the affiliated too. Uh, yep. If you want to play Bob, um, putting him in the Bucky, uh, into a. Bucky, Howling Commandos, uh, Shield list where both of them have got your back for whenever they daze Bob. That sounds crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you can just rain hellfire on someone. Sounds like a load of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a two threat I love though, and I'm not too sure she might fit it, and that's Nebula. Nebula is a solid one. You you start getting a bit awkward with splashes there, but they are all different kind of points limits, so you can kind of get, you can can maneuver your your, your splashes as needed, but she's a pretty good two-threat, I find. And she's got a bunch of conditions she can chuck out as well if she rolls her wilds. Yeah, and also she has um, natural innate healing that can stack up on with the uh, healing from uh, the leadership to make her surprisingly resilient if she lives. Yes, that's also true. I find her her she get an extra reroll. She just gets a reroll defense star. She's actually more tough than you'd think to for a, for a lazy. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm a hundred percent down to put Nebula in this list. Yeah, great. As, as a as a Sam player, I do love love a Nebula on my mm-hmm. team. <laughs> um, where what else are we looking at now? Do we so, want a big guy? I don't know if we want a big guy or not. Mm-hmm. So we currently have ten people, but we can probably switch out either one of Ronin or Venom for a sixth threat, if we wanted to. Well, I feel like for the rule of cool, we can drop out. We can drop out Venom mm-hmm. just because Ronin, Ronin is just cool, right? You, you can't you can't knock him, man. And if you're going to play Sam, you're, like, you're going to play a fun list. Let's play Ronin. 
Mm-hmm. And also, it's Ronin, uh, Venom is like the known quantity, and we're here to experiment. It's about finding new homes, and so. Exactly. Uh, so, a, oh, a big threat character. Do you have any thoughts on 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 the best big threat character we could we could pick? I find Hulk is a bit of a staple. Like Hulk is just always good, but I don't know if he's he's suitable for this list or not. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about Hulkbuster? I like Hulkbuster. I don't love Hulkbuster. Very fair. Um, but he kind of he matches our Sam on the uh like having the ability to push away super consistently. He's also fairly mobile and that heal, and, and he could be very consistent about passing off that heal. But that's probably true of every sixth threat. Does he? He hasn't given any conditions, though, does he? He doesn't innately give out conditions. Innately, but you can do the funky Mordo, Mordo, bloody Zola, that kind of stuff going on. I guess he can do that tech. Yeah. Yeah, and just any conditions he, your opponent plays on him immediately go over to the opponent with fair consistency. Also true. Also true. And here's what he is six, and Sam would be three, and then you'd have to take Strucker for three, and then you have to chuck in two more three, so it'd be like an eighteen threat minimum. To yeah. play both of them, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent on it. I'm I'm looking at other options right now. Give me a second. Uh, I don't I don't mind the Malekith, to be honest, but I don't fair. know if he would fit the list. I do. I think he's Butcher of Thor's and the Blood Boil. I'm a big fan of Malekith at the minute with his with his beam. We've been playing a little bit post nerf, mm-hmm. and he's been pretty cool. I don't know if he, how well he fits the um the Strucker leadership or not, but you could be there to scare some people. And if, if you're playing a bit more competitively, if you got a Malekith on your list, your opponent has to kind of consider you might drop it at any minute. Mm-hmm. Um, another character that I find interesting with the Strucker leadership is yep. She Hulk. Okay. Um. Because she innately gives out slow on her builder, just automatically. Oh, just straight up gives slow. That's right, because it's got the um, combo with defense rest, right? It gives you yeah. uh, stagger if you're already slow. So if you double tap someone, it gets slow and stagger. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very good. Uh, and so both of, both of her attacks give conditions. She loves the healing. And she suddenly becomes a bodyguard too, which is something that you can never discount in this game. Yep. Um, not, not too bad. Um, I feel like, and, and I'm going to throw a real curveball at you. This is if someone wants to play this, and this is, might just be a bit of a tech for later on. And that's playing Magneto as a splash with Sam. Interesting, yeah. There's just some stuff going on there with the airlift. You can airlift Magneto, and then all of a sudden, in the particular list that we were building, we have no terrain throws. Mm-hmm. So if you have Magneto in there as well, all of a sudden, you can just throw all the terrain with that one character. So, uh, that sends me down a different direction. I know. I, was, I, w- I wasn't going to say anything. And then I was like, oh, you've got to talk about the interaction. It's pretty cool. Air- airlifting yeah. Magneto is just cool. <laughs> um, but speaking of people who it's very cool to airlift, uh, Space Ma. Or Mind Ma at this point, too. Oh, yes. That is so true. Yes. I am I'm very big on that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he also gives you a very good terrain throw. Yeah, I think he's... Yeah, he does. And I think that's something that you probably want from your large threat character is someone who can who can throw a bunch of terrain when, when you need to. Mm-hmm. And Ebony Moore definitely fits that bill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
and he just gains so much power and the ability to I think with Sam is one of the places where you can get away playing Mind Ma instead of Space Ma where yep. you can use the airlift to do basically the Space Gem on turn one where you can still get those double t uh, massive double tap turns um, but then also later in the game still have uh, that Mind Gem just to completely destroy your opponent's effectiveness on Scenario and we're looking to be a somewhat scenario-focused team. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're trying to win the we're trying to win the crisis, and not so much an, an incidental attrition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I'm probably big on Ebony Moore with a gem on that one. So I would I would be willing to to lock that one away. Mm -hmm. um, do we want to go mind, or do we want to use the restricted spot for even more reposition with space? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm trying to think what what restricted cards we actually want. Mm -hmm. Well, we know one because like, we want advanced R&D. I was going to say, I feel like we're locked into advanced R&D just because we want that airlift on turn one at a minimum. Uh, and it's just the other ones. Do we really want, we probably want uh, the, the encumbersome brace for impact because we're punch rolling a bunch of threes and a size four building is usually a day's three. Mm -hmm. um, or do we want the mind gem on, or some space gem on uh, every more? Oh, tough, tough call. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we are, while you are contemplating gems, I will remind people that I will be at LVO running the gymnastics event, uh, which is, uh, come put a gem on your favorite character and they all can have basically any gem except for a couple of side cases. So we don't have tone one portal plays. That is, that is cool. Um, I feel like we just chuck a mind gem in there. Fair enough. I, I yeah. love that. All right. So now we move on to scenarios, and I think we're going to be playing uh, medium spread scenarios. Yeah, I feel I feel like we're trying to maximize our the fact that we can go wider than our opponent at, at times. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah, having spread scenarios is probably a big one. But I don't think we want to go too spread where we're outside of those bubbles. So I think we want our bees, and I think we want uh let let's start out with the hot take. I think we want sword. I love New Sword, just on mm -hmm. a side note. New Sword has been one of my favorite crises, and I feel like everyone should be playing it. If you think you're good on hot, just just play it. It's actually a great, fun scenario, and I find a lot of character, a lot of teams are good on it for different reasons, but mm -hmm. that's just a side note, but I love Sword. <laughs> yeah, with the power gen consistency of a Sin, I think is actually really solid on Sword, because she can attempt to flip her point uh, on a like round two, starting round two, she can attempt to flip her point, and then hit and run pistol shots into someone. Walk over to a different point, attempt to flip it too, and get another set of pistol shots off to make it recursive. That's actually so good. I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just a bunch of random four dice attacks, and also getting two sword flips in there. Attempted yeah. sword flips. That's good stuff. I like that. Uh huh. I think a and lot of these characters. Fun have the ability to do really solid getting around to do multiple sword flips in a turn. Yeah, and having... You probably have Zemo and Strucker in the list, um, on, on the table, I should say, and being able to have those two bubbles on the either side of the sword is just being great as well. So mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of, of sword base for, for Strucker and just going five, five threes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I think next up, I would be looking at Infinity Formula. 
Infinity form, you reckon? Is that just for extra, extra, extra power? I, I think we really like the B shape. Uh, it is that perfect range where you can really disrupt your opponent with uh, Sam and these like three or, range three and range four attacks that we are we have a fair number of. Yep. Okay. Not. I don't love it. I lo I love Infinity Formula on with. Avengers, just because you have a bunch of long movers and you got a bunch of that bloody Avengers symbol and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I like I like the theory on it. Um, it's probably not terrible. It's probably not terrible. What, what where am I thinking here? I actually like new meteors, mm -hmm. which is it's kind of like that reverse issue. You got to kind of throw up your your move move actions to get there. But you got Sam. Just you, you can ricochet from one. I guess it's an eye map now to, yes. to the other side of the eye map. Uh, the, the ricochet can usually get there if depending on how how well they're placed because they're about three and a half to four away from each other sort of thing. <laughs> so I don't mind Sam on on meteors. Yeah, and struck on as well. And also the incidental damage that you get from meteors, they do have the potential to heal that back up. Yeah, that that does make sense. This is a team that doesn't care as much about the incidental damage that you're going to be getting from the meteors. Yep. Um, and we oh, actually have some characters that are very good at flipping meteors, most notably uh, Bear Mordell. Yes, definitely. And and Ronin are both very good meteor flippers. Uh, yeah. Also Ma, but I don't know if we're running Ma at those point values. But at, if you're not playing at the point value of meteors, maybe. Uh, there's probably something to be said about demons, just to be able to get incinerate and potentially pass it off. But I don't, not too sure if I love the scoring potential of demons. Yeah. Um, the other one I was thinking about is that superpowered scoundrels we were talking about. Yeah, that was probably going to be my last pick. So I think superpowered scoundrels is definitely where you want to be. So just being able to push people around. I think Zola has arguably one of the best spenders in the game for a three threat. Just being able to move someone around off of a point. Um, Sam obviously doing his ignoring cover push stuff. So mm -hmm. I do like scoundrels with this list. Yeah. For sure. Um, extract wise, this is much more interesting now. Yeah, it's actually a fun part of the game now, being able to think about extracts. Yeah. Um, is the are there any that immediately jump out to you? Well, I like senators. <laughs> I like senators now. If your plan is to score, I actually like senators. Very fair. And we have a fair amount of control to play off of senators with. Um, and we have a little bit of non-move reposition. A little bit. Just enough to get us over the line, I think. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is potentially cubes. Mm -hmm. But it, is, it, it just feels boring now to play cubes because I feel like it hasn't changed for so long, but I feel like it is probably one of the better ones for mm -hmm. for uh, a struggle in Hydra. Well, it has changed in a very small but impactful way. Oh, the way you daze from the yep. cube damage? Yes. So it's no longer doing the power phase. It's doing the cleanup phase, so you get to flip that character over. And three th threats used to love dazing to that stuff in the power phase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not, 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 not actually love it, but they used to do it a hell of a lot. <laughs> so on that same wavelength of... Because we have such a good healing capability, do we want Paranoia? Paranoia? Oh, the new one. You always want to do it just because it's fun and new, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's also, um, we don't care about taking that damage as much as maybe our opponent does. Yeah, that's true. 
Yep, I do love it. I actually really like that uh, extract as well. It feels like one of the more fair extracts, and it also is it's pacey enough to to play into our game plan of winning via crisis. Because mm-hmm. it does uh, add that extra VP each turn that is potential if you can have two characters next to each other and have them both still be uh, non-dazed. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And if you've got a, if you if we're running five or six characters, that seems kind of likely. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably a cop out one. It could could be could be hammers because it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking sin with a hammer actually sounds pretty good. And even we're solving that, if you could shoot out some five dice bloody attacks mm-hmm. or some five dice shield throws. Yeah, but I think the ones we have already is really. I think uh, mutant extremist cube paranoia is a really solid grouping for us. Yeah. Okay. You think cubes over hammers? I think cube over hammer, especially since. I think we are going to be very heavy on our tactics cards usage. Okay. All right, you've sold me. Welcome in. Cool. So, uh, tactics cards wise, uh, I think the first thing we get in here is Bird of Prey. Birds, yes, I love, love that tactics card. That is just such a good one. It's such a voodoo killer for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you, if someone if you see someone has voodoo, just just take that card and just get him off the board. Mm-hmm. Voodoo, it it really targets out some very scary characters in the meta. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you can you can really pump those dice up with um all the all the Hydra stuff as well and and yep. Mordo, so you're really threatening stuff these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is uh, that one. Now, what Hydra cards jump out to you? Hydra cards. Well, I think you've pretty spoiled Inevitable Betrayal. I think that yes. one's just a very good generic card for for Hydra. And if we're going to play Sin, I think that's uh, definitely playable. Yes, I think so too. Um, I do love uh, Scientific Method from Zola. If we can get that off, and if we have, if oh, actually yeah, we've got to play. We'll be putting Advanced R and D in this list as well. By the way, Scientific Method. If you can get that off turn one with an Advanced R and D, um, there is some pretty cool stuff you can do with that. Uh huh. Also, I think a scientific methoded uh, um, uh, Sam is a very scary prospect. It's very scary. It's actually scary for the player as well because you don't love taking that two damage. Yeah, it's not that's not the best thing in the world, but it is. It is you can mitigate it with with Strucker. Uh huh. But I I'm definitely with you on getting Amenzola in uh, uh scientific method in there. Um, and like I said, advanced R&D should be going in the list. Yes, absolutely, um, 100%. I think the next restricted has to be um, Brace. Yeah. Just because we are a bunch of three threats that do not like big buildings thrown at us. Uh-huh. So, what other character-specific cards do we take? Are we taking Shush or Whims of Chaos or No More Mutants? Or I feel, I feel like Whims of Chaos is actually cool if you're planning on playing Strucker. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's actually a really cool one. Both healing and uh, giving out uh, uh, conditions. And it's not seen very often as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we take Shush or No More Mutants. I just don't think we have the slots for them. Yeah, okay. Um, what else are we thinking for cards then? Mm-hmm. Um... 
Uh, I want to bring up a card that I think is going to see renewed prominence now that rerolls are back in the meta. Okay. Uh, especially for Strucker lists. Is this kick them while they're down? Yes. From memory? Yes, the okay. best art in Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yes, very good. Kingpin oh, throwing stripper money at Daredevil. Oh my god, that's actually, I just brought it up. That's so cool. I like, if someone hasn't seen it, go check that out. That is actually so cool. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, any character may spend two, and we have a very good tactics card battery. Just choose any enemy character, and you get rerolls into them equal to the number of conditions they have. Yeah, that's so good. That's easily, it's easily one, but almost guaranteed. But yeah, if not more. So uh-huh. that's very good. Especially in this list where, when you can put it on them when they only have one condition and then re-roll into dealing them a damage to pass them off a condition you have and then upping it to two. Stacks it, stacks it, stacks it. That's so good. Yeah. So I think that's a very good card for this team, especially, like, getting a re-roll on every attack, as we already know on Rapid Fire characters is scary, but once you start hanging up into two or three re-rolls, you can really just shred through a character with a sin. Yeah, especially with the change to Malekith recently as well, right? You chuck just one one to two conditions on him, and he's, he is not going to enjoy that at all. Yeah. Not even mentioning the stuff that you can do if you're doing it, like, on an e- with an Ebony Maw that's doing spenders, and they aren't gaining power for you re-rolling two eight-dice Mystic into them that also get the throw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, how, how many Taddy's cards are up to now? So that's seven right now. Did you include illicit tech from Sin? Not yet, but I'm 100% down to throw that in because I think that is a yep. very good card in this Strucker. Yep, let's chuck that one in. Mm-hmm. Um, more cards. I'm starting to draw blanks now. Of, uh, uh, mission objective, uh, I think, is important. I was, about to say, I was about to say, I feel like now we just start going to some generically good cards, which yeah. is obviously mission objective. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one... My, my staple is Recalibration Matrix. I love that card, mm-hmm. but I'm not too sure if it works in this one without so many big characters. Yes. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. So the one I want to point to um, is, do we want Exceptional Healing to keep our leader alive? Yeah, because it's just for Strucker, isn't it? Yeah, it is just for Strucker, but Strucker's our leader, so keeping him alive <laughs> is kind of important. He is. He definitely is. Um you probably do, actually, because if you lose that leadership, you just why even playing Strucker? So, yeah, let's chuck Exceptional Healing. You can also change the way you play Zen. You can be a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Not much more, but you can be a little bit more aggressive with him then, too. Yeah. So that is a full list. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Don't hate it at all. Yeah. So for everyone at home, the final list is Captain America, Sam Wilson. Baron Strucker, Baron Mordeaux, Armin Zola, Sin, Baron Zemo, Ronan the Accuser, Nebula, Scarlet Witch, and then Ebony Ma with a Mind Gem. We have the full Baron Brigade. Huh. Um, then for tactic cards, we have Bird of Prey, Inevitable Betrayal, Scientific Method, Advanced R&D, Brave for Impact, The Wimbers of Chaos, Kick Em While They're Down, Illicit Tech, Mission Objective and Exceptional Healing. For Secures, we have Sword Base. Uh, Sword establishes the base on blue, Moon's Blue Area. Deadly media, m- Meteors Mutate Civilians and Superpowered Scoundrels from Sinister Syndicate. Then for Extract, we have Mutant Extremists Target U.S. Senators, Struggle for the Cube Continues, and Paranoia Pummels Populace. 
Jeez, those crosses have got some funny long names, don't they? <laughs> yes. I, I've been trying to emulate that as I have been making custom content. <laughs> That's great stuff. I'm glad you had to read that, not me. Mm -hmm. So I think this looks like a very fun list. No, definitely. Actually, I actually might even play that on my local Thursday night just because it is fun and I own everything. So no, that sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, no, for sure. So uh, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? I mean, well, I'm on a lot of the Discord, so I'm just uh, Loaded Dice on the Discord. Um, I've also got a little YouTube channel. I just do some card reviews, my own little thoughts on con cards, kind of wait for things to be out for a few months. So I've just started recording. I took some time off personally just for the top cut. I made the top cut of the bloody TTS season, so I took some time off for that. Um, but I've just started recording again, started doing some winter, winter guard reviews. So mm -hmm. they've, they've been spiking my interest recently. I've been playing a bit of them. But uh, Loaded Dice Plays on YouTube is my YouTube channel. Fantastic. Uh, yes, I did a really good run on some Winter Guard uh, right after they came out with a very different build than most people. Oh, I've just got to say, Crimson Dynamo, if you're not playing Crimson Dynamo in your list, chuck him in. He's going to make every list better. He is so good. I love yes. that guy. Uh, I was playing, uh, I was playing uh, Devil D's and an F as my secure. Oh, that sounds a bit rough for them. I feel like they want to play very close, tight-knit games. They were doing, they play really well as small bundles. And yeah, so they definitely. can have one, they can have one person on a back point and then two pairs of two off to the two sides and do really well. Okay. I'm keen, keen to give that a go too. Jeez, there's just so many games you want to play, not enough time to play them. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, we, we can have a deeper conversation about that off mic. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, as mentioned last week, there's been a big shakeup on the Patreon. So if you want access to the Morlocks Discord, which has a lot of fun chats about MCP in general, as well as my custom content, uh, as I continue to work on the versus Capcom expansion and have put out have put out a fair number of umbrella characters recently, which is super super exciting, along with some Arkham Horror chats and some general TV, movie, and video game stuff as well. Uh, that is now only two dollars. Uh, a month, and you also get my solo, uh, my solo uh, media check-ins uh, that happen at the start of every month, and my uh, quarterly playlists. That's all for two dollars. And then, as I mentioned earlier, there is a full new uh, bi-weekly uh, program uh, talking about what I've been playing and the list building I've been turning over in my head and stuff in Marvel Crisis Protocol on uh, on the $5 tier of the Patreon. I'm hoping to f pin down a guest uh, a guest host for that to because I like the back and forth conversation a lot more than just me talking into the mic. But that's still a work in progress. It won't be there for the first couple episodes. Um, on top of that, you get my UN list, which uh, the TV and movies one. Uh, featured the fantastic Rich Maid, as well as any of my uh, guest-centric episodes of uh, talking about TV, movie, video games, whatnot. So all of that is available for $5 a month at the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash white. I highly encourage people to check out the content because I'm having a lot of fun with it and I want to share it with more people. Um, so you, sound, you sound very excited about it. So yes. that's great. That's, that's a great sale. Um, also, uh, if you want to email the show, it's morlocksmcp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me at Lex, as Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords, uh, 
Um, also, you can uh, see me playing something completely different Saturday mornings at twitch.tv slash games, where we are working on uh, custom content for Arkham Horror the card game. So yeah, that is all the exciting stuff going on with me. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>